This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Today's show is brought to you by Punxsutawney Phil. I don't mean to bag on the guy after he just extended winter, but I heard he has money on the Chiefs beating the Eagles. Just saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> totally. Everybody morning, guys. Morning. Welcome back. How are you? It's like treating you. Well, I had a panic moment this morning because for half a second I thought it was Thursday. Oh, no. boy. And, and that's bad. Oh, you know? No. Not, yeah. I know. No yeah. way. Phew. Okay. Very relieved. Ticketmaster is going to try not to screw up Beyonce's ticket sales. Oh, my God. They screwed up John Mayer. Did they? Yes. How? I mean, no offense. He's People are being left in the queue. The people are left in the queue for hours at a time. And then. They have one job. Yeah. Yeah. They're sitting there. People are sitting there in queue and in the queue and they go on StubHub and there's already tickets. Oh, I believe that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. It makes me want to not go. Well, we'll talk about that. Uh, Lizzo is 100% that bitch. That's right. Jen's words, not mine. She wrote it down. I'm just <laughs> uh, Will Travis and Jason Kelsey's mom do the coin toss at the Super Bowl? Well, that would be fun. Wouldn't that be fun? Yep. We have a lot to get you caught up on. The first D News of the day is straight ahead. But first, let's check the roads. We've got... Denise, standing by here with your latest traffic. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. What song is this? Take you to the candy shop. Is it? It's 50 Cent. 50! Will Travis and Jill's... Travis and Jason Kelsey's mom do the coin toss at the Super Bowl. Lizzo and Beyonce making headlines this morning. Let's start with Beyonce and Ticketmaster. Oh, Ticketmaster. We need to come up with some kind of horrible name to call Ticketmaster. I know. And either that or create our own ticket selling company where we don't rip people off. Cause crazy... Tickets by Jacob. There you go. (laughs) We'll give it a shot. So she announced, Beyonce announced dates for a Renaissance tour, and she's using Ticketmaster because, I mean, are there there even any other options out there, really, Mm -hmm. that could even come close to handling that many tickets for that many shows? Not for the on-sale dates. Yeah. All those aftermarket places, Vivid Seats and other places. So Ticketmaster is saying they're going to try to avoid disaster by doing things a little differently. So what they're going to do, they're going to stagger the on-sale dates for various venues. They're going to use membership systems like Verified Fan. Seven new dates have also been added based on registration numbers that show demand is way outpacing supply. So, huh. So it's definitely something they got to contend with. But, you know, on the other hand, like, this is their ju- This is their one job sell tickets this is supposed to be the point yeah of Ticketmaster. yeah to be able to do this flawlessly better than anyone else right Beyonce's oh wait a minute there is no one else but hers is like so messed sort up of. it's like they have this city pre-sale which is if you have a city card mm-hmm. they also have a verizon pre-sale is that's if you're a verizon person mm-hmm. and then they also have if you want to go to certain shows on certain dates the closing and that's just to get a code to buy yeah. that doesn't mean you're getting tickets that's just to get the code 
Yeah. See, there's, there's so many things that I just think are so messed up. I mean, and then if you have bands that have a fan club, if you're if you're in their fan club, you'll get yes tickets. VIP presale pre VIP. There's like if you're just an average Joe without a specific credit card or a member of a fan club, your odds of getting really really good seats from the first sale oh, <laughs> are next to it. zero. You're the only way for you to get good seats is to get it off the second hand. Yeah, or work in radio. <laughs> well, oh, wait, not that even anymore. Yeah, no, not anymore. It not used anymore. to, yeah, but now. But it's, it's also interesting to me that I feel like I don't even want to go through it. Like, I've seen her before, and I would love to go see her again. Yeah. But just sitting in there for hours in the queue, possibly, like, do you really want to go that badly that yeah. you would go through all of that? Like, there's a sale that's going on today, and I'm probably not going to do it because the timing isn't going to work out. But the new kids on the block are having the very first ever block con. They are doing, they are having a whole weekend in Chicago that kicks off with a concert. And then they have all of these interactive things going on like a prom and oh yeah it's it looks it it looks like it's a lot of fun it's like the cruise a shorter version of the cruise and it's on land the whole time oh yeah that's great so of course they had all of their pre-sales and i'm sure that all of the good see everything all the good seats are sold out Ticketmaster too uh uh-huh it all is i know there are other ticket sales platforms out there but they just don't have the capacity like no they did correct Mm -hmm. well and the other thing that they were saying even though verified fan is a thing you still can like a bot you can pay to get a bot to select your tickets and then you as a person because you type in your credit card number and information it still counts as a verified fan Mm -hmm. even though a bot quickly grabbed that seat. Mm. Yeah. It's just crap. (sighs) They should go back to selling them. Ticketmaster (laughs) should have a little table, a tiny little office in the back of Macy's. And you have to (laughs) go stand in line two days in advance and wait for tickets to go on sale. Well, I remember waiting in line at Kroger. Like, we used to go to the Ticketmaster was in Kroger? Yeah. When I was younger. What you need is a bot. Everybody needs their own bot. Bots by Jacob. There you go. That's the, Sign us up. That's the moneymaker right there. Right. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, coming up, we got more e-news, including the Super Bowl and Lizzo. But first, let's check the headlines. We got Denise Johnson standing by with your latest traffic. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The movie 80 for Brady comes out, which, which Tom Brady stars in, and he suggested that there could be more acting in his future. Oh, yeah, Brady's a very good actor because right now we all believe that he's actually going to retire. <laughs> Meanwhile, North Korea, remember uh, North Korea? I think they, must, they might be feeling a little left out because they're back to making threats again. The new threat is that they said if need be, they are prepared to hit the United States with, quote, the most overwhelming nuclear force, which I think means their scientists figured out how to glue a grenade to a Roomba, but... <laughs> The Federal Reserve raised interest rates by a quarter point, which is going to make it even harder to get approved for a loan to buy eggs. <laughs> it is good. I think it's going to warm up, but we got to go through this quick cold snap before things start to heat back up again. It'll be blustery and cold today with wind chill factors in the single digits. The official high, 27. Right now, it's 20 at Q102. So, last year, Lizzo applied to trademark 100% that bitch for clothing. Oh, that's her trademark? trademark. 100% that bitch? 100% that bitch. It's a lyric from her song, Truth Hurts. Yeah, it's like the Uh, first lyric. Yeah. So, she was initially denied by the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, but yesterday... 
The USPTO's trademark trial and appeal board overturned the decision since the phrase wasn't in common use before the song. They also said anyone who hears the phrase will immediately think of Lizzo. The board said Lizzo did not originate the expression she encountered as a Twitter meme. Nonetheless, lyrics from songs are more likely to be attributed to other artists who sing, rap, or utter them rather than the songwriters. And as of yesterday, Lizzo has not yet commented, but 100% that bitch clothing line looks like it's coming. All right. There you go. Hmm. I do think about her when you hear that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is kind of a fun name for clothes, I suppose. <laughs> what are you wearing today? 100% pure. 100% that bitch. <laughs> Grammys honoring 50 years of hip-hop. Grammys are Sunday. You guys going to watch? Nah. Since there's no oh, football yeah, on. But it doesn't come on until like 8 or 9 o'clock. By then I'm already into Yellowstone. <laughs> you like to watch the red carpet anyway. That's yeah, more fun I do. You, I was going to say, I always like to see what people are wearing. And then I just tune out for the actual ceremony. Yeah. You look lovely. What are you wearing? Dead bitch. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Lizzo will be there though, right? Won't she be at the Grammy? Everybody's going to be there. LL Cool J is going to in- introduce this particular segment that's celebrating 50 years of hip-hop. Quest Love is directing it, and his band The Roots will play on stage. Black Thought will narrate it. Performers will include Missy Elliott, Public Enemy, Grandmaster Flash, Queen Latifah, Run DMC and Lil Wayne, De La Soul, Big Boy, Scarface, Salt and Pepper, and Spinderella, Ice-T, Busta Rhymes, Method Man, Lil Baby, Future Nelly, DJ Jazzy Jeff, and more. Trevor Noah is hosting. It's going to air on CBS from Los Angeles. Okay. Los Angeles. Uh, so, as I'm, sh- I'm sure you assumed, real crystal meth was not used on the set <laughs> of Breaking Bad when it was in production. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was actually cotton candy flavored rock candy with a blue tint, if you're curious. Hmm. Uh, that's how... You know, that's how movie-making TV shows uh, create the illusion that it is something that it's not. Okay. Like snow, a lot of the time, is not actually snow. It's potato spuds. Yeah, I've heard about We've that. We've seen yeah. that. We saw that on the, what was it, the set of? ER. ER. Yep. Um, so that's what they use for the meth on the set. Cotton candy-flavored rock candy with a blue tint. And during yesterday's episode of Hot Ones... Brian Cranston shared a story about a time when he, uh, actor, his his co-star, Aaron Paul, kept eating all of the available candy on the set. TV methamphetamine, the way we made it, with a little blue tint, is actually rock candy. And the flavor was cotton candy. We were working, it was our lab down there. And I see Aaron Paul reach into our product, throwing the methamphetamine in his mouth. I go... You can't eat the product. He goes, you've tasted it. I go, no, I haven't tasted it. And I guess I was still in character because Walter White wouldn't ever. Right. And he goes, yo, have one. <laughs> what he would say. They rolled the camera and he and I are just talking. We're like eating all the methamphetamine. I love oh his impression of Aaron Paul. Oh, gross. That's great. That's I funny. love Aaron Paul. Yeah. There's something about that, that guy. That, that, it was like a 16-hour shoot that day. And uh, he and Aaron, Aaron Paul just snacked on it. Yeah. It probably helped with their uh, the staying awake. Sure. Correct? That's funny. Yep. All right. So Trevor Noah has been playing a Groundhog Day joke on us all, and we never even noticed. This for is the, hilarious. For the last seven years that he has hosted The Daily Show, on Groundhog Day, every year, he tells the exact same joke. And every year, people laugh. Yeah. And don't even remember... That they've heard it before. That's funny. He says, today, this is the joke. Do you have it? I, uh, I do not okay. have it, Because no. I'm sure he tells it much better I than I will be I probably do have to. it from years ago, but it would take me too long <laughs> to find it. All right. He says, today's Groundhog Day. And also, what the hell is Groundhog Day? People pull a rodent out of the ground and then ask the animal to predict the weather? Really? This is so unfair. Because if Africans were doing stuff like this, and you heard that we pulled animals out of the ground, like there are villages in Africa where people wear animal skin. And if I tried to explain that Americans use groundhogs to predict the weather, they'd be like, but why not use the satellite data? Well, now you make a good point there. (laughs) People don't remember it because it's not that funny. I know. I'm like, (laughs) what a disappointment. The fact that you had to point it out. Right. 
Yeah. But the fact that he keeps telling it every year, that's funny, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Anything else going on? That's oh, I, I did want to share some audio with you that I thought was kind of great. I love Steve Martin and I love Ben Stiller. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be in a Super Bowl ad together for Pepsi Zero Sugar. Okay. Here they are roasting each other. Hi, I'm Ben Stiller. And I'm Steve Martin. As actors, in a way, we never really stop acting. For example, Ben is acting right now like he's not intimidated standing next to me. And Steve's acting like he's not lucky to be here. Oh, and Ben's acting like that whole awkward thing he does is a character, not his actual personality. (laughs) And Steve's acting like, ooh, I'm Steve Martin, when really he's not so whatever. You know, you know. See what I mean? Okay. Banjo player. (laughs) Nepple baby. You know what, Steve? I actually don't want to do this because I'm a huge fan of yours. Really. Thank you. And honestly, I'm a big fan of yours. Really? I was acting. <laughs> so was I. <laughs> I love those two, man. They're great. Cute. Jen, did you see that um, Miles Teller and his wife, Kelly, also are doing a Super Bowl commercial? Are they? For Bud Light. I saw it last night. I was like, Access Hollywood, for some reason, was on in the living room when I was like getting my kid ready for bed. Uh-huh. And they were showing the previews. And I guess it's like he is on hold or they're on hold with like some kind of something uh-huh. um, and the hold music is playing and he's just like dancing around the living room and it is just one oh, of the most fun. adorable things I've ever seen at one point he picks up like their little French dog and uh-huh. is like dancing with it it's so cute uh-huh. <laughs> he's kind of a halfway decent dancer I think he is just I know. adorable he is adorable I love him yeah Maverick did it. Yes, totally. To, because before that he was just kind of like eh. yeah whatevs mm-hmm. but now mm-hmm I hate to bring this up again. Oh, no. But this this thing just won't die. <sighs> what? The result of James Cameron's big experiment on Jack and Rose at the end of Titanic has yielded <laughs> a somewhat surprising result. It just never goes away. Director James Cameron, who, the, the man who directed Titanic, has admitted that both Jack and Rose might have been able to survive for the National Geographic special Titanic 25 years later with James Cameron. (laughs) They simulated the conditions of the movie as closely as possible. And they they happened to have found two actors about the same size and weight as Kate Winslet and Leonardo DiCaprio at the time. Uh. They put them on a raft the same size and buoyancy as the piece of debris from the film. And they had them in cold water, but kept an eye on their vitals to prevent hypothermia from setting in. Uh-huh. And they also made him go through everything Jack and Rose went through before ending up on the raft. That included tussling with another passenger for Rose's life vest. Their frantic flight off the boat, having a swim to safety. Okay. Cameron has always said the debris lacked the buoyancy to keep both Jack and Rose above the freezing it water. It would have sunk the door. That has been James's assertion yeah. since the beginning. But after trying several different solutions, they found one that might have worked. The actors put most of their bodies on top of the raft with only their lower legs below the water. And they were in a position that allowed them to share body heat. This way, they might have been able to survive a few hours, which would have been long enough to be rescued. Mm. So the final verdict from James Cameron, Jack might have lived, but there's a lot of variables here. In a well-lit experiment, in a test pool, we can't possibly simulate the terror, the adrenaline, all the things that would have worked against them. Mm. Uh, He says, based on what I know today... I would have made the raft smaller, so there's no doubt. <laughs> now, will you please let this thing die? I would have given him her let something else besides a door, right? Just like maybe yeah. a boogie board. Right. I mean, when you think about this movie, you know, it was torture for me because it was just so damn long. But you got to admit, like, the special effects and the sheer magnitude. I mean, it was it was, it was a beautiful movie. film. And it was a beautiful love story. And the chemistry between the two was just... So obvious. and But I'm talking about, like, as a director, shooting a big production like that. Mm-hmm. There's so Huge. many details you've got to pay attention to. And by all accounts, I mean, it won so many Academy Awards for everything from, you know, set design to 
production, pr- production design, everything that is involved in making a movie except this one stupid thing <laughs> that people won't let go of. Hello, Carl. How are you today? Doing great. Thanks for asking. How about yourself? I'm not doing too awful bad. Good. Good. Wonderful. Well, we want to send you to see Fall Out Boy and send you to Bridal Rama this weekend. You just got to tell us which one of these headlines is the real one, okay? All right. So is it A, thief uses balloon animal as a weapon to steal old lady's purse? Is it B, a woman assaulted her boyfriend with a whole chicken? Or C, man attacks brother with Subway sandwich and their 80-year-old mom smacks them both with huge jar of cheese balls? C. I wish... Oh, no, Carl. I know it. It's the whole chicken. Whole chicken, huh? Yes, it's B. Huh. Huh, I know. I wouldn't waste a whole chicken like that. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Talk about foul play. Huh. Can't help it. God. How do you just leave that there? You have to. <laughs> Sometimes you got to walk away from the bad joke. <laughs> wo- Never! <laughs> A woman in Minnesota is facing charges after assaulting her boyfriend with a whole chicken. Her name is Natalie Broomer. She's 36. It happened Wednesday night after they had just gotten home from a bar. The boyfriend told police that on their drive home, she kept hitting him and spitting in his face. That's not nice. It's not clear what she was angry about, but I'm sure he probably got a little too flirty or somebody gave him attention or something she didn't like. Yeah. I saw you looking at that girl. What? What are you even talking I about? I know you looked at her. I didn't look at her. Yes, you did. Well, she was right in front of me. I couldn't miss no, her. No, she wasn't. You turned. <laughs> Fine. It was just for a minute. And you stared right at her boobs. <laughs> Well, how can you miss him? By God. You seen those? Once they got home, she grabbed a whole chicken and hit him in the back of the head with it. In the back of the head with a chicken. A whole, I guess so. I mean, was it cooked, frozen? Do we know anything? No it's- word on whether the chicken was raw, cooked, or frozen, but he still had some chicken residue. In his hair. Oh, so I would lean toward probably cooked if it was if there was residue. If probably. it were frozen, it would have just bounced off the back of his head. Maybe it was you know? a rotisserie chicken. They got yeah, what a waste of a chicken. That's what I'm oh, saying. It feels so bad, you know. Well, that was and he had had it. He's like, I'm calling nine one one. That's he it. Called nine one one. Cops show up. Natalie is facing charges for domestic assault and obstructing police because she resisted when they tried to cover. Oh no, she's a feisty one, huh? Well, it turns out she attacked the same guy in 2021, and that case is still pending. Well, I think it's in his best interest to probably move on. Nope, they've been together for 10 years. He's already invested to this point. (laughs) Yeah, but a frozen chicken, man, that would do some harm. He's probably like, I'm on my third marriage. I I can't. (laughs) I can't do it. I got to make this work somehow. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Well, I'm just glad it was a chicken and not, you know, a gun or a knife. You know, she was flirting with you and you were just eating it up. God, this world. Yeah, we've all been there. All right. It is five after seven with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. Tim is uh, taking a couple of vacation days, enjoying the the sun in, in Florida. And we got some cold weather, man. Blustery and cold today with windshield factors in the single digits. Uh, I don't like it. We will see a high today. Of an official high of 27 is going to feel a lot colder than that. Right now, it is 19 at Cincinnati's Q102. Coming up, would you rather see your Super Bowl team lose or run out of snacks? Ooh, snacks for sure. <laughs> I've been around a losing team. <laughs> That's right. So you want to see them win... And I'll starve. It's fine. Uh, I'll be hungry for as long as you know you got some in you. Yeah. You could go a couple hey, hours. I would, eat, I would not eat the whole day if you wanted me not to if we win. Also, jean short thongs are here. Some of the day's news that didn't make the news is coming up. But first, let's check the roads once again. Here's Denise Johnson with your latest traffic. What a feeling. What an accomplishment this is on your part. What you just went through. Going out, dealing with difficult people, arranging, planning, annoying friends, many of whom you're sitting with right now. 
who for some reason required unnecessarily complicated back and forth communicating about who's going, when do we leave, and how do we get there? What about the tickets? Who's got the tickets? Do you have the tickets? How many times do you hear the word tickets today? Don't forget the tickets. Do you have the tickets? Yeah, I got the tickets. Why are your friends so annoying? The people you have chosen to be with in life. It makes no sense. You'd get rid of all of them in a second. If it wasn't even a bigger pain to find new people, learn about their annoying problems that they never do anything about. Change the names and numbers in your phone. Delete the old contacts. Ah, oh, the hell with it. I'll write it out with these idiots. It's the same meals, holidays, and movies anyway. What's the difference who I'm with? That's a great bit Jerry. from uh, Jerry Seinfeld's Netflix special that came out in 2020. It's called 23 Hours to Kill, if you haven't seen it already. Uh, he's really at his best in that. God, that was three years ago. Can you believe it? No, I know. That just kind of freaks me out a bit. Yeah. What did I just see? Well, I was just looking at Kit Harrington was on The View yesterday, and I'm being I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan, and apparently Whoopi Goldberg in her dressing room has a Game of Thrones toilet that she showed oh. a picture of to Kit Harrington. And Game of Thrones wrapped up four years ago. Yeah. Does that seem like it has been four years since that show ended? No. That's crazy to me. Well, production wrapped or or the last you the watched last, the last episode. The last episode was ago. four years ago, wow, this April crazy. or May. Yeah. Yeah. April. Isn't that insane? It is. Okay, uh, time for some news that didn't make the news. Yeah, speaking of of friends and uh and and going through this, that, and the other thing to get something accomplished, like going out or seeing a show or something. Uh, I had a series of very vivid dreams last night, and the last dream that I had, you know, you tend to remember the last one you had, like right before you woke up, mm -hmm. because it's fresh in your mind, and mm -hmm. this is the one that got interrupted by the alarm clock, <laughs> is Jen was having issues with some contact lenses that she was wearing. Oh, really? Okay. That the outer sh edges were sharp, and they were uncomfortable, and they were making your eyes hurt, and mm -hmm. I'm like, well, I, why aren't you wearing your glasses? You have all these fancy frames why mm -hmm. are we doing this yeah and i was annoyed because it was a distraction and it was taking your mind off the game and then you started having issues with your mic boom uh-huh which mic i came do part yeah that and, happens and the thing kept snapping at you like yes. you know how you have it in a nice v position uh -huh. well the, the spring broke and so it would keep whipping up and hitting you in the, in the face and we're trying uh -huh. to find a heavier mic that would counterweight uh-huh and so tim and i are we go into joe's studio and we found that old Big, huge, giant foam football microphone. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I like we're trying that one. to mount that, and he, Tim's trying to attach it to the boom, but he can't. And like I'm trying to hold it, and I'm crawling under the desk trying to remount it. And, uh huh. And Tim is literally taking rope, like he's using string to try to knot it to the thing. And I'm irritated that that we can't get it done because the show's about to go on the air. And then Patty walks in uh -huh. with a catalog of chairs. Okay. And I'm like, we can't talk about chairs right now. We've got so much. Well, you know, I really appreciate all the effort that you guys are going to. And to guess help who the with chair the mic. was for? Jen? <laughs> yeah. Well, I would like a new chair. That would be nice. And then, and then I'm thinking back and I'm like, how did I even get to that dream? Oh, yeah. I drove into a parking garage that's not ours. Uh -huh. It was the parking garage that the Kroger downtown, you know, that new, that one that... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, where the... But you don't pay until you, like, you get up halfway or something. Yes, you go, like, up and around. Right, uh -huh. and I had all these all these parking cards, these, these plastic cards, and I was running them through, and I was punching in a code, and they were, I was checking them all, and I'm like, I have all these old parking garage cards, and they all work, and the arm was going up and down. This and so, is real, though. This really happened to you? I, no, no, this, this is, is like, in, in my still? dream, but I'm trying to get into the station. <laughs> the station, the radio station is located where the Kroger is. And I'm trying to get into the station using that parking garage, but I have to use a card. I have to swipe a card, and I got to punch in a code. And then I get through the. And then I realize after I go through that there's a window, a ticket window with a guy in it that I'm supposed to give money to. And it's Drew, our engineer. He's the he's the he's ticket collecting attendant. the money. He's collecting the money. Okay. And then it occurs to me: Wait, why am I? How I have 
passes. You Why work am I giving here? Why you do you money? have to pay? Free parking was a perk in the old Jim building. Jim Bryant had free parking. That's right. In the old building. Yeah. <laughs> what a weird. What did you eat, man? Spinach salad. Did you have a drink or two? Now, Jeff, if you would like, there are hidden messages in our dreams. Our dreams are always trying to tell us something. Okay. I can teach you. I can walk you through a process where you can fully understand the meaning of that dream and the message that it was trying to send to you. I think the message was Tim usually handles this stuff. <laughs> and the fact that he couldn't handle it and dragged me in and I'm trying to help. <laughs> What are you trying to say I about got, Jen, though, that she's having all those issues with her chair and her mic? It's just the- typical day in the life of us, you know, going through what we go through to make her happy. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It is so hard to be me. Do you know how hard it I is to Jen be me? I figured Jen say that it has more to say about you than it has to say about her. Since it's your dream. Well, of course, it's 100% about him. Yeah, see? Yeah, just like all yeah. I try to do is please. <laughs> it's not that you're having difficulty yeah. at work. I, I'm trying to help her be comfortable It and may happy. have absolutely nothing to do with work at all. Oh. The whole dream may not. It is weird, though, that you had all these work people in there and you were trying to get to work and you couldn't, though. That's bizarre. It, it, yeah, it was redundant. It felt just silly, all these steps that I had to go through to do something simple. Well, yeah. it's probably like goes do a to, radio show. It was probably all going to the core of one belief that a lot of people deal with and struggle with is I'm not enough. Because here you are, no matter what you're doing, it's not enough. It's not enough. You do this and it's not enough. So yep. it's probably addressing your feelings of not enoughness. And that's the bigger all picture I do that for we you, need Jen, to look at. And it's not enough. Never enough. But you see, here you <laughs> go. Enough. Trying to put it on me. <laughs> this is about you, Jeff. It's about you. 100%. Yes. I'm a pleaser, obviously. <laughs> I like that you're now remembering your dreams, though, because for decades you never did. I, I usually don't. Never. So when I do, I seize on it because yeah. it's they're wild. Well, if you would start writing them down, I'm serious about this. I can show you a process and you can learn a lot about yourself through your dreams. If you wait, when you first wake up, if you start writing it down, <laughs> writing down all the details of the dream. It's funny how when you're in a dream... Of, of about something absurd but in the moment like in the dream it's perfectly normal that drew our engineer is the parking garage attendant collecting money from employees showing up for work because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's not about what's happening in the dream it's about what you feel about and think about what's happening in the dream like how did that make you feel when he was taking the money it felt uh, like a ripoff, like a company, which is funny because we work for a great company that doesn't pull that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, that that reminds me of our old company, mm-hmm. of how they just try to fleece employees mm-hmm. of every little way that they can either not pay them or, or siphon back the money mm-hmm. they give you. You know, mm-hmm. that's the, so that was a thing. It felt like a, a money grab. You're getting ripped off. That I was getting ripped off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And why is he in there when clearly we need him in the studio to fix that GD microphone of hers? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's doing what they're supposed to do. Uh-huh. What is wrong with this place? Right. And these are the best chairs. I like these chairs. Why is Patty going through a catalog looking at other chairs? Because if she takes away these footstools, we're in trouble. Oh, she won't do that. Yeah. Because we would definitely need a different chair if we, we took the footstools, you know, got Those, those wooden things that uh, Natalie had? Yeah, because it's, so, it's so bad for your knees and your hips and your back to put your feet so far under you. My uh, To dad, put them on the rails. See, I have longer legs, so th- this is perfect for me. Well, my dad made mine because I really enjoyed it. And then Natalie had one. I forget where she got it. I think somebody gave it to her. So your your feet don't reach that circle thing they around? They do, there? but it's my knees are bent so far back huh. that it's, you know, so they're they're like way under like my butt. Wow. It's not comfortable. Agreed. 
I like it. And when I don't have my well, stool, I feel like something's missing. Well, you can change your chair, but don't mess with mine. You know, one other possible uh, meaning of that dream that just came to me, that maybe you're doing all of these things for me in the dream because in real life you feel like you're not doing enough for me. Oh, well, that's possible. That's entirely, you're failing me in some way, shape, or form, and you need to step up your game. That wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> Chop, chop. What are you <laughs> dreaming about, Jen? Oh, I have all kinds of different have you been weird any of them? dreams. Yeah, I had this one really crazy one where I'm in an elevator in a really large, like, skyscraper type of building. And I'm in the elevator and there's tons of people there. And as the doors are closing, we're on the main floor of the of the building and all of these people are like rushing out of the building like there's something happening like there's a shooter or a bomb or something going on and people are just they're they're evacuating and so I get into this big huge crowd of people and we're running out of the building and all of a sudden I find myself on this road where there's just like a handful of people all spread out but it's kind of like that part of Disney World that hasn't been developed yet it's just all green and lush but there's roads and so I'm walking alone on this road and then there's this house this ranch house that's like from the 1970s and it's got a little curvy driveway that goes down into like a garage underneath it and I'm looking for some sort of shelter because I'm like just kind of wandering around like what's going on so I wander into this house and there's all of these people and they're sitting in the in the basement on chairs and it's kind of dark and it feels like a really old house and I'm like can I stay here and they look at me and they say no Mm. no and they're like, you have to leave. You're too high maintenance. We, you can't. You can't stay here. We cannot have you, you here. You can't stay here. Move on. So I go up the stairs and I crawl out this window. It's kind of like a half a window, a half a door that's leaving the house. And as soon as I come out of the door, there is this large woman eating a sandwich, and she's a cop, and she shoots me in the shoulder. Oh, Jesus! And Jen. that's when I wake up. Wow. Now that's, that'll wake you up. I know. Taking a bullet to the shoulder. I know. Hits me right in the shoulder. So that was a dream that I did a whole this process on that I have learned how to analyze dreams and got some interesting answers out yeah. of it about my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And? And? Because <laughs> you can ask yourself any question that you want answered about your life. You can ask about your personal life. You can ask about your job. You can ask about a certain situation that you're in because all of the answers are within the dream once you go through this process. And my big question is, it's like, okay, there are these things that I want to do in my life, things that I want to accomplish, and I can't decide which one I want to do first. You know, there's a couple of different things I want to write. There's a couple of different, you know, projects I want to work on. So that was the question that I that I wanted answered. So after going through this process, it became very clear to me what my next step was. Okay. How about that? All it was right. very, it was very cool. Good for you. you I got know. It all figured out. And it's kind of it's kind of fun now that I know how to do that to do it with other other dreams. I dream of popsicles and meatballs. <laughs> and there's meaning in that. Believe it or not. Strangely enough. <laughs> you remember any of your dreams, Fritchie? Not no sometimes. Just it's usually like you have like I'm running late for work or I'm at work and mm-hmm. something happens. And I think that's because we just get up in the middle of the night. You know, like, and I'm always I mean, I've worked here for forever, and every night I have that anxiety of what if I miss the alarm? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know. I mm-hmm. think it's happened. One time in my life, but because I do, like, get up at 3.45, I'm just always afraid. I, yeah. I'm less stressed about that because, you know, we, we're a team of four. <laughs> I, I mean, honest to God, it yeah. is. And, you know, if heaven forbid, if, if one of us has a bad morning or we sleep through an alarm yeah. or something, there's somebody, you know, somebody here to cover three it. of us usually that are able to. It's not like when you were doing a show, because I used to have those dreams when I was doing overnights. Yeah. And I my dreams would be like, all the songs are two minutes long and I have got to go take a dump and I'm right. not going to make it. And I'm not going to make it back in the studio in time to start the next song. So I decided to just go ahead and go in the trash can in the studio. And there was nobody in the building because I was in the building all by myself when I was doing overnights. So and yeah, and in the middle of me going to the bathroom, somebody walked in. Oh. <laughs> Caught me taking a crap. Yeah, Perfect. in the studio. Those are the kind of dreams I would have. Yeah. Or the FCC was coming after me 
Like, I would have dreams that I did something on the air that broke an FCC rule of some sort, and there were trucks and sirens with sirens blaring. That's how they operate. Coming yeah. to get me. The only one I know that I have often that I remember is sometimes if I take a hard nap during the day, I will, like, like lose all my teeth. Like, I'll be spitting my teeth into my hands, and I think that's, like, a stress dream or something mm-hmm. like huh. that. I just am, you know, so, like, just... No matter what situation I'm in, I'm spitting my teeth out. That's mm-hmm. fascinating. That weird. that is one of those like super symbolic common dreams, yes. though. That they mm-hmm. supposed mm-hmm. to mean like something. falling or stuff like that. Right. Hmm. Yeah. I, it's fascinating stuff. Yes, you dream know? interpretation. Is I, yeah, interesting. I find the majority of the dreams that I do remember are <laughs> are usually like pleasant. Like they're not super traumatic or sad or upsetting you know they're usually like seemingly so at least on the surface to me they just feel very sort of like routine and commonplace but every now and then i'll have one like that one last (laughs) night where i literally woke up like what is wrong with her why can't she just leave things alone and stop breaking things (laughs) (laughs) it's because jeff is ready to retire what? <laughs> That's what she said. She's interpreting your your dream. That your you dream are, for you. Ready to go. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what else do we have here this morning? We got the secret sound coming. Secret sound at seven forty, and a dilemma that you have to that you that you have to ask yourself. You know, especially now that the Bengals have have played in the Super Bowl or or come close like they did this season and have obviously the potential to return to the Super Bowl. What would be more important to you on Super Bowl Sunday, the football or the food? Football. If the Bengals aren't playing to me, it's the food. Sorry. Correct. No, totally agree. Yep. If the Bengals are not in it, then I absolutely am 100% about the food. Like, are you still having a party at your house for the Super Bowl? Eh, Will you have people over for it? Not. I doubt it. Well, because only it, it'll go late. Then I'm kicking people out. I could probably I easily. I do wish they played on a Saturday. I would easily be convinced to do it. You know, it's not sure. that big of a deal for me. Yeah, a new poll found that half of us would rather see our team lose next Sunday than run out of snacks mid-game. Half of us. 51% would rather be snackless. And see their team win. Yeah, I'd be snackless. I mean, does that mean... That's such a big part of the experience. But it says run out of snacks. That means there were snacks there. So I did get to have So as long as you got to have some, aren't you going to be okay? Yes, agreed. I mean, if, if if it were having no food whatsoever from the time pregame starts at 10 a.m. until the game was over... Yeah, but I wouldn't care. I would be like, you're not eating because the team is going to win. You're not even going to be focused on the fact that you're hungry because you're going to be so excited that you're watching this game. Mm-hmm. I just think of the skyline dip that we annihilated during the AFC Championship <laughs> game. Yeah. I think it was just nervous eating at that yeah, point. It you probably know? was. <laughs> more and more chips. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, when's the better time to run to the kitchen for more snacks during the commercials or the game itself? I would say it depends on what's happening in the game. You know, if the game's not that exciting. Like if the other team has or, control of the ball. Yeah, then just run real quick and top off. Because the commercials, even though they're leaked, they're still fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, one out of four people think that Super Bowl parties should start early, like around lunchtime. So several hours before the game starts. Yeah, but that's like, I mean, the game. You're going to eat like crap all day. Yeah. All those carbs mm-hmm. or whatever. Plus you're wasted by the time kickoff yeah, comes around. You'll be like, obliterated at that point. Mm. Uh, what else? If you don't want to talk about football, talk snacks instead. 59% say they've used that as an icebreaker, talking about the snacks. Uh, if they weren't all that into the game or knew a whole lot about it. Just don't get too heated about it. 30% of us have actually gotten into a snack-related argument. Oh, no. Why is there all this vegetable stuff around here? No, it's probably <laughs> double-dipping. Oh. You probably uh, caught somebody else sense. double-dipping, yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? What? You just double-dipped. No, I didn't. <laughs> I just saw you. Does it bother you if someone double-dips? 
depends it's, on who it is. If it's your partner, no, I don't that's care. Fine. Yeah, same. I don't. I don't care. But I, I don't know, even care if it's you guys. But I know some people that like, like Chanel on the Today Show will not eat or drink after anyone, including her kids, her partner, her like every like. Really? It doesn't matter. Yes. Huh. But I'm like, you, I don't want to live in that kind of fear. But you obviously like probably kiss your husband and your kids, maybe on the lips. Yeah. Yeah. You know. It doesn't really bother me. Mm. Yeah. I am preferred, like, I would prefer for you to get a scoop, put it on the plate, and dip to your heart's content. It's like I don't make a habit out of it, you know, like with Jacob, like, drinking his water or giving him mine or anything like that. Just because, just in case, you know, I would hate for me to be sick and not know it and give him something. Yeah. But if it happens, it's not a big deal. Correct. Uh, Groundhog Day. We got a story here. The legend of Punxsutawney Phil claims that there's only ever been one Punxsutawney Phil, and he's been making predictions since 1886, and that he achieves this immortality by drinking a secret elixir of life. But in reality, uh, Groundhog's lifespan, as we mentioned yesterday, is only a few years, and they were reminded of that in Quebec, Canada this week. Their famous groundhog is Fred La Marmotte. Fred La Marmotte. Is that how you say it? Probably. Yeah. Marmotte. Like, like, yeah, the T would probably be silent. Marmotte is French for groundhog, evidently. But the night before Groundhog Day, they discovered that he had died. Aww. He passed away. Mm. And there was not time to get a replacement. So they announced the sad news at the ceremony but they did have a plan B. Instead of a real groundhog, they used a child and a stuffed animal as a stand-in. No. Oh. You would think, I mean, if you have a serious groundhog ceremony that you do, knowing that they only live two to three years, that you would have a backup groundhog ready to go. Yeah. Like body doubles. Yeah. I mean, you don't. <laughs> why would you only have one? Maybe only one that the public sees and knows about, but you got one hidden away somewhere. Well, yeah, and you do like a secret ceremony where you swap it out. Yeah, you induct the new one or crown the new one. And then you just keep yeah. going. Yeah, so uh, they did see a shadow using the kid and the stuffed animal uh, predicting six more weeks of winter. There will be a new groundhog next year, Fred Jr., one of Fred La Marmotte's sons. No funeral arrangements have been announced yet for Fred. Is it possible that Fred knew what was coming and decided to peace out early? He's yeah. like, I don't want any part of your shenanigans anymore. Right. And when he gets all the bad news, people are like, oh, blame it on the groundhog. Yeah, why would he want to set himself up for that? Totally. And by the way, uh, the results were somewhat consistent across the region. Uh, Punxsutawney Phil in Pennsylvania, as you know, predicted six more weeks of winter. As did Shubin Katie Sam in Nova Scotia, Canada. Six weeks more. Six more weeks of winter. Lucy the Lobster, also in Nova Scotia, predicts six more weeks of winter. Uh, Wharton Willie in Ontario, Canada, predicts an early spring. All right, let's go with well, Ontario. Well, maybe that's what they'll get in Ontario. Hmm. Manitoba Merv in... Well, Manitoba, Canada, <laughs> predicted six more weeks of winter. And Balzac Billy in Alberta, Canada, <laughs> who's just a person in a ground. Oh, is a person in a, a ground? person in a groundhog costume. He's like Balzac Billy. See, that's what we should be doing. It's not Balzac. That's it's what should Balzac. happen. That's his name. <laughs> that's so great. Wow. Predicted Balzac Billy. <laughs> I like it. Same. Balzac Billy. <laughs> Maybe next year that's what we do. You can be Balzac Billy. In a groundhog costume. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Balzac Billy predicted. What did Balzac Billy predict? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Balzac Billy predicted early spring. It is 735, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102 coming up. Secret Sound, we revealed today's brand new clue in the Facebook Live video this morning. So if you want to catch it early, you got a few minutes. If you want to watch the video, I think I, uh, I think I, what did I announce it? Like later in the video. It was kind of towards the end. Toward the end, right. Uh, otherwise, we're going to play at 740, so stick around for that. In the meantime, we checked the roads. We got 
Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Either. I don't care who you are. I'm not going to fight you. I know I'm not a fighter. I found out one night when I got punched in the face a lot in a row. I was like, this isn't for me. I'm going to stop doing this as soon as he stops punching me in my face. Waiting on you, buddy. Wrap it up. I'm going to go ahead and retire with an 0-1 record. I didn't do well. I got two black eyes. Two black eyes, if you don't know it, is the maximum number of black eyes. The fight ended up getting break, broken up by, by this guy who ended up beating up the guy that was beating me up because he felt sorry for me, is what he said. I'm the only person that's ever fought a guy and came in third. I'm almost off the podium. That's comedian Tommy Jonigan, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, there's a forum online where people are talking about things that some people might think are a sign of intelligence, but they're actually not. Uh, and here are some of the good ones. Being a contrarian, disagreeing with everything is as lazy as believing everything. <laughs> Easiest thing in the world is to cast doubt without offering any facts to support it or evidence. Uh, just having a good memory or knowing a lot of trivia. You know, we hear that a lot from successful Jeopardy contestants who, when they say, look, you know, you've won like hundreds of thousands of dollars on Jeopardy. Yeah. You must be wickedly smart. They're like, no, I flunked out of college. I, <laughs> I, I wasn't just even that good. I just know a lot of random crap. <laughs> That's true. Uh, what else? Fast talking. People uh, assume that means that you're... Really smart. Super Who's smart and actor? can think quickly on your feet. That I think is... Jesse Eisenberg. Oh, yeah, the yeah. guy that played... Um, that played Zuckerberg. The social right. network. Yeah, yeah, he's been in a bunch of stuff, but he's one of those that's fast talker with and uses a lot of really big words. I get the feeling that he's pretty smart. Maybe not. Uh, using academic jargon and long-winded terminology. Just because you know a couple of fancy words doesn't mean you're intelligent, and you better make sure if you are using those big words, you're using them appropriately. Having a YouTube channel. <laughs> Having a YouTube channel does not make you an authority on a subject. I don't know. You got to be pretty smart to upload all those videos. Uh, education. Good grades or advanced degrees are not automatically a reflection of your intelligence. That's for sure. Wearing glasses. Like, they went to Harvard. They're not that smart. Wearing glasses. Yes. That's another... That some people might think is a sign of intelligence, but not necessarily wearing glasses. And finally, being old. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Sonny. I've been around a while. I'm quite wise. I've learned a thing or two. <laughs> I've learned a thing or two. Let's just say I've been around the block yeah. a few more times than you have, Sonny. Yeah. It's, uh, what is it, 741? Let's do the secret sound, kids. 3000 bucks. All right, Tara needs a second date update this morning. Hey, Tara, how are you? Hey, guys. It's super nice to talk to you. I've just been listening to you guys forever. Oh, we appreciate I just, that. I never thought that I would be calling you myself for one of these things. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually how it goes. I get that a lot. Yeah. But yeah. Since you're here, how can we help? Well, I just got out of this really super long-term relationship like a few months ago, and I've just recently started dating again. And ah, it's been okay. It's just I've been mostly meeting guys on Match. And, um, you know, they were, like, pretty nice, but just not for me. Um, but there's <laughs> this last guy that I want to talk about. <laughs> there's just, like, something about him. There's, like, a whole vibe that I liked like he was super approachable and like positive and centered and grounded even and like calm that's great I don't know that's nice yeah. to be around people like that it just you can't help but have it affect you yeah absolutely because the last guy I dated was like 
super intense and I just need for myself and my own well-being to avoid like another situation like that. He just like he was he had a temper and was jealous, insecure. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, and this is not for me cuz I'm mm-hmm. just like a really grounded person and um I just felt like, you know, I needed like a different world here, like and hang out with a guy that like is easygoing and like willing to laugh at himself and, you know, got to nice. have a sense of humor. So anyway, that's, that's my story. I just, this guy went out with recently, like the date was like two hours long, give or take for dinner and drinks and just lots of talking. And I felt like it was really like the perfect first date. So I don't know, after dessert, he like, he insisted on paying the bill, which I thought was really sweet. And he just walked me to my car and hugged me and I don't know. It just was chill. And I told him I thought he was great and I'd love to spend more time with him. And he was into it. So I don't know. I texted him the next morning and I thanked him for such a lovely evening. And I haven't heard anything back hmm. at all. So I'm just really bummed. Yeah. What happened? I don't know. It felt pretty good to you, though, right up until the very end, huh? Yeah, super nice vibe. I felt like, I don't know, at least for me, and I thought for him, and I'm pretty in tune with other people, so. Yeah. (laughs) You seem like that. You seem very grounded, like you're saying, very centered. Mm -hmm. I bet you can feel like if you are really feeling it from someone, you're like, oh, yeah, we were totally vibing. Oh, yeah, I'm a complete empath. I mean, I just, like, I'm really into, like, body work, yoga, spirituality. I mean, I just yeah. really was feeling that he was on the same page as me. So you I don't know like what he happened. was attra- as attracted to you as you were to, to him. I really did. So I'm like really mystified is the, a good word to use right yeah. now. <laughs> All right. Well, we're not going to question that wisdom then. If you know your stuff, uh, we'll take your word for it. And we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll call Jason. And see what he thought of you and his day with you and see if he shared the same feelings. And if so, when are you guys getting together again? The second date update continues next on Cincinnati's Q102. All right, so Tara's here with us today. She's trying to get a second date update with Jason. They uh, She recently got out of a long-term relationship that just wasn't going anywhere. And so after a couple of months, she ventured back out into the dating scene and she's been hitting the dating apps mostly she met one guy on match that would be jason and they had like a two-hour date which involved lots of talking he was just such a gentleman very charismatic guy uh seemed to be very centered just easygoing approachable laid back and he was kind enough to pay for the dinner walked her back to the car at the end of the date they shared a hug uh she mentioned that she'd like to see him again he seemed totally open to that and she really felt, you know, with as, and with as intuitive as Tara is, she really thought that Jason was as into her as she was with him. And here we are. She reached out, sent him a text, thanked him for a great evening. There's been no response. Was that the only attempt you made or have, have you made more than one, Tara? No, I just sent that one, but I really, like, focused a lot of my, like, psychic energy on it. So I felt like hopefully that would bounce back to me soon. So yeah. I don't know. He would pick up on that. Yes. Right. Yet nothing. Hmm. Nothing. Okay. You ready to call him? Oh, absolutely. I'm always ready. <laughs> I'm feeling a bit mm-hmm. nervous, though. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Can you sense my nervous energy a little? <laughs> I can, but every, whatever happens, it will be all for the best. Okay. Yes. Hi, Jason. Yes. Good morning. It's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you, man? Jeff and Jen, like on the radio? Yes, sir. Got Fritch and Tim here as well. Good morning. Good morning. (laughs) Wow. This is is super weird. Why? Um, Weird? Well, I just don't get phone calls from my favorite radio station. Oh, well, that's very nice. (laughs) Appreciate that. Appreciate that a lot. I guess that means you were due for a phone call then. Uh, yes, and I'm curious to see uh, what's what's this all about. 
Okay, we spoke to a super nice young woman named Tara who told us about your your fun date, your dinner date. And tell you what, man, she talked to you up big time. Wow, what a nice guy. Charismatic, approachable, mm-hmm, fun-loving mm-hmm. guy you are and how grounded and centered you seem. And- all the good stuff. Well, it's all true, first of all. That's funny. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, she was nice. She was very nice. Yeah, she seems nice. Poor thing, she's not here to defend herself, so I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Well, full disclosure, but, um, I should tell you, we got her on the line, Jason. I don't want to mislead you. Okay, all right. Um, fact, I'm going to take that back. No, um, wait. Now, before you backtrack, Tara has resigned herself to whatever the outcome. She's looking for some honest feedback. Oh, wow. Okay, what's the best way to describe this? Um, Tara was very attractive and she was very fun to be around but you know it's one of those things i just don't get her like she's living in some sort of like alternate universe that i just i don't understand she's one of those she kept talking about like my electric aura and you know balancing my chi you know you know those things Right. Yeah. Not so at all. My favorite uh, you know, thing. Like, Not at all. Never heard of it. Right. And like, and it's like how like I needed to work on my 12th chakra or whatever that thing is called. But, okay. and then something about like a bath sound. I mean, uh, or, uh, yeah, uh, a sound bath. A sound bath. Yeah, a bath sound. Bath sounds? Bath sound. And then sound I don't know, beats me. Um, but just like a whole bunch of like, you know, other stuff. And she was. I mean, at one point, I think she was talking like a completely different language than the one I understand. Like I said, you know, she's nice, just, you know, just kind of out there. This, it's funny you say that because she, her, her impression, her empathic impression of you was that you were right on, like picking up on all of it, receiving, reciprocating, fully engaged and connected on the same wavelength as her. I mean, yeah, she was, she was really fun. It would just be out of nowhere. She'd be like, you know, namaste. And I'm like, I have no idea what that means. I, I don't know if I can jive with that too much. Right. Okay. Well, since you know we got her on the line, Tara, your reaction. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Tara. <laughs> Hi. So, listen, I can totally, you don't have to be worried about not understanding my language. I can teach you it all. It's fine. I mean, it's easy to pick up on once you're, like, open to the, I mean, I get it that not everybody understands this world, and that is fine. But I just feel like you need to open up your mind a little bit. And I really, truly believe in my bottom of my soul that you would get it if you just, like, tried, breathed a little bit, let it in, let it go through you, and just digest it a little bit. Are you open to learning new things and new perspectives and new ideas? Uh, yeah, you know, Tara, I hear you, but, uh, that's going to be a, uh, no must day for me. Um, I just don't think this hippie stuff is my thing. I'm sorry. I'm just, I live on planet earth and this is just a little way too out there for me. I'm sorry. Oh my goodness. That is a shame. I truly feel that you are losing out not only on the date with me, which, you know, too bad. I'm sorry, but really a new way of life. Yeah, it might be easier to find somebody that's already into it than to try to convert somebody. Oh, man. I suppose I just wish he would have said something. Because was he acting like he totally was picking up everything you were laying down? Yeah, that's how I felt. I guess my intuition was off for once. Let's just say it's not in the tarot cards. Oh, Oh, clever. (laughs) Little clever joke. Okay. At least you have a sense of humor. No hard feelings. I wish you light and love, my friend. All right. And thank you both for coming on Second Date Update. Oh, thank you both so much. Thank you, guys. Huge fans. Huge, huge fans. Appreciate that. Mm, Good luck. All right. If you need a little help with the Second Date Update, you just got to send us an email, Jeff and Jen, at WKRQ.com. Coming up, your shot at $1,000, the 1K letter of the day, is coming up next. Another check on the roads. Here's Denise Johnson with your latest. 
Carrie. How are you? I am doing good. How are you? Doing good. Fantastic. Do you uh, carry with a C or with a K? Um, with the C. So you do the C A R R I E. I E. Yes, sir. All right. You got big plans for the weekend? Um, my brother has to have his leg amputated today from an accident back when I was a kid. So I will be babysitting his kid. Today. Oh, wow. wow! Wow! That's, That's heavy. Yeah, I took a vacation day from work so I could make sure to be there for him, and I'm. Try and call you guys every day while I'm at work and I never get it, so I'm super excited. Today well, is good. the day. I mean, with everything yeah, you got going on it. there, this was meant to be. So that's hopefully right. we'll get you a really good letter and uh, win you some money. I hope so. No, I appreciate so. it. You bet. And uh, inside this envelope is the letter, and once we reveal it, you will have 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with that letter. Uh, you can't use the same answer more than once, and the key to winning is to pass as quickly as possible. Yep. It's also an opportunity okay, for me to stall while I fill in my little... <laughs> while he here. gets his little sheet ready. That's right. He had right. his paper ready, yeah. and then he lost it. Okay. <laughs> here, here we go, Carrie. I think you got a great letter. Um, you got the letter J. Oh, there you go. Oh. As in Jen. Uh-huh. You also have the added option of picking your own letter. So if for whatever reason you don't love the letter J, mm-hmm. I I love the letter J. But if you don't, if it doesn't work for you, you can pick something else that you think you'll have better luck with. I'll give that a go because it's what came out. I'll try. You're going to okay. go with J because you feel it's oh, meant wow. to be. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? Good we'll job, take it. Carrie. All right, Carrie. There's a reason the 1K gods dropped this J. Yeah. Yes, into her lap today. <laughs> I mean, all of the the signs are pointing towards victory. You got through. <laughs> you got a good letter. Today's the day. So, all right. uh, yeah, we just put 30 seconds on the clock, and I will not start the timer until Jen is finished asking the first question. So here we go with the letter J. Name something you do on a Saturday night. Jog. A body part. Jawbone. A country. Jamaica. A soup. Jambalaya soup. A TV show. Jags. Something pink. Old Wamba Jags. Um, Something pink. Um, Jaguar car. Something soft. Uh, Pass. A candy. Jawbreaker. Something you shake. A jar. Oh. Jugs. You did really good. Jawbreaker was candy. What was was your answer for uh, something you shake? A jar. A jar. A jar. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. You got eight. Oh, I counted. She passed on something oh. soft. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I did. did. Yes. Oh, you got oh. some great answers. Those are some great answers. Jaw, jawbone, Jamaica, Jambalaya, uh-huh. Jag the TV show, yeah. Jaguar the car, Jawbreaker, and Jar. Yeah. Those were, Those so were great good. answers. That was fantastic. You, need, you needed another five seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. I had fun playing. I didn't think I would do that good, so I'm excited about that. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, you, you should feel great. good about that. Yeah, Carrie, yep. you did awesome. Yeah. yeah, well, we hope everything goes well for you today. Yeah, and you're a good Thank sister. You guys. Yes, you are. I love listening to you guys. You guys rock, and you guys keep it up. I appreciate you guys. Oh, thank you. We appreciate you. you. Have a great weekend. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Take Hang care. Hang in there, kid. It's 825. Weather-wise, blustery and cold. Wind chill factors in the single digits and a high of 27. Right now, it's 17 at Q102. Uh, Denise Johnson is keeping an eye on the roads. What do we have? Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.